Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello from Lake Almanor up in Northern California. I, I This is the same time we were recording last year, basically. Lake Almanor, right before we went is to Romania. Is that when we started? No. Around, well, it wasn't when we started, but I remember recording one right here in this very location. Mm-hmm. It's kind of our favorite. Wow. Well, it's so nice to be here. And we were going to put some music... Uh, we are having some low tech because, like we just said, we're in a different location with a little bit less good service. The internet isn't really helping us. No, we're gonna really have our music, but, uh, but that's okay. We're doing this old school. Yes, we are. We have a podcast, and we're not going to let that get the internet mm-hmm. get in the way. Good this is better was, than perfect. I know. <laughs> it's been a while since our last one. We've we've it's been taking been. longer longer breaks. Because yeah. we have been so, we have been busy, busy women. Yeah, busy women. Yeah. <laughs> what did we do? We we went to Tahoe. We went for, um, let's just talk. You turned 50. Oh, That's yeah. That's what we were discussing. the bone. We were discussing that last time we, or <laughs> we, we did. did our podcast. And did now, we? Yep. And now well, you are. you organized an awesome uh, weekend. You. It was so incredible. Thank you. Um. My was, like bestest friends came. So happy that it all worked out. And you organized the whole thing, and that just was unbelievable. I'm so you glad know, you made so me a cake. Oh, kitchen! Oh. Daddy's making roast potatoes. That's okay. With his headphones on. Oh my! Oh, oh my! This God. is gonna be interesting. Oh, oh my God! We're gonna go okay. with it. Anyway, we're gonna go with it. Um, so Tahoe was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to paddleboard. Um, some pretty cold nights. Oh, how, gosh. how was it sleeping in the van? It was cold. I, really? I'm sure it was warmer than it was for you guys, though. Of um, course, obviously. We just we stuck through it, and it was really fun. But honestly, I'm super happy to be up here in the nice warm house yeah. with the fire. Well, I slept last night in the van. I mean, it's middle of June, and we have the fi- fire on. So it is a cold summer, but, and honestly, I'd rather it be that way. Yeah, than fires, right? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a good sign. Oh. So yeah, get ready because I don't think he can hear the timer. Oh. I'm gonna go. Oh no! Open. No, he will. He'll figure it out. I don't Let's think trust. So. This is gonna be. This is our most crazy podcast, I would say, because right. different location, out of the ordinary. Right. We are around in a smaller, more compact place, but mm-hmm. it's. But we're doing we're it. We're doing it. That's we're it's the dedication it. and, that matters. And we just got to watch um, the um, episode. It's the '60s, man. It's the '60s. It's the '60s, '60s girl. I can't believe oh, that. Oh, I took some really good notes. Anything else you want to add before we get into it? It's been, I think, I mean, we just, we're going to be in Romania. You're going to be in Romania I'm next week. I'm going next week. week. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. Yes. You're it, going to be across insane. the world in a week, and we're it going to be is. there July 1st. And that's probably where we're going to record next. Oh, my God. Which is pretty exciting. Right. you got to commit to me and yes. to our audience right now. You're going to re- find some time. I am. I record. am. I'm excited. I'm, I'm totally excited about it. I'm so happy um, about it. Anything else you want to add? Like you finishing first year of college and I was, I think wrapping I was up your first job? I was done the last one. That's what and we discussed driving in the last one. like crazy? I did. I drove all the way from... I drove me and my sister, Clementine, from Santa Barbara to San Francisco. Then all I drove until 1 a.m. all around San Francisco with a bunch of my friends. And then from San Francisco, I drove to Tahoe, which is the best drive ever. Oh, my And then gosh. from Tahoe, I drove to... Um, here yesterday and yeah. so it's been a lot of driving and we are near like uh, so we're at lake almanor near yeah. uh, um what would you say uh lassen park lassen national forest yeah mm-hmm. and it's 
It's pretty gorgeous up here. It's amazing. It may it's have low so Wi-Fi, peaceful. but it's insanely yeah. perfect. It's tranquil. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Oh. So it started with... Um, I think it started with Midge on stage. Yeah. yeah. As many of them do. And I really... Mm -hmm. I. This one was a little bit of a downer. It was short and not so sweet because she was kind of doing a, mm -hmm. a, uh, it was more of a rant than a comedy bit. And I think the audience is picking up on that because she kept mm -hmm. saying, why aren't you laughing? Right. And they could tell she was not in the mood either. She, um, she's kind of going on about loyalty and mm -hmm. what that means because remember in the last episode, to recap... Right. She basically just um, found out that mm -hmm. Susie is going to be working with her arch nemesis, Sophie Lennon. Right, right. So she's pretty bummed about it. And so. you know they had to they had to somehow address that. You can, you know. Mm -hmm. um, it's associates. It is it well. is a kind of a big deal, and there are some sweet moments in this episode there were. about. You know, kind of their relationship and, and, like, Susie and her relationship. Yeah. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, one part that I really liked about her uh, little bit on stage was when she acknowledged, I guess I'm a little nervous. That yeah. was really cool and Me vulnerable too. Me too. to say that. Um, and she says, I guess it's, I'm a little nervous because I'm going to be opening for Shy Baldwin. And... You know, I think that's when you get people's attention. Mm -hmm. When you can, when you can actually, oh yeah, <laughs> that too. But when you can say, "I'm a little nervous," when you can address the elephant in the room and yeah. say, "This, this I, 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 I can see that I'm not really, you know, myself or something like that." Yeah, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. It makes the audience feel a little bit closer. Super ballsy. Super ballsy. Yeah, absolutely. Like I can't imagine being out there um, and just like opening up yeah. to that level. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Or Jesus. even say like, mm -hmm. "Oh, I guess, I guess you're not in the mood to laugh tonight." Or mm -hmm. I thought that was gonna go better. Like that, those were really, like, really ballsy things to be so direct and yeah. And that's what people like. Interesting. You got a very different take. I wasn't even thinking that. I was just kind of really. Thinking, she's kind of being bratty towards Susie, but she's hurt. I get it. I understand mm -hmm. her point of view. I really do. And she's very impulsive in general, and that's what we like about her character, that she just like speaks things without really. Um, thinking about the consequences. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I guess that's pretty common in, in mm -hmm. the show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just saying what's on your mind. That is what comedy is. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. just breaking down that wall. And filter. And essentially, we can see mm -hmm. her parents going through the same thing, right? Like yes. Like in the last episode, uh, Abe is like. Did he quit or was yeah. he fired? Yeah, no, he was kind of bold. No, he quit Columbia basically because they were kind of hoping he would, in other words. They were urging him to quit mm -hmm. because he, he couldn't be fired because he has tenure. So they were really urging him and he did it on his own and he quit Columbia. And interestingly, you know, so Rose is completely shocked by this, but then in this episode, well, anyway. She pulls this, the same kind of... <laughs> she basically does the same thing. Yeah, they're both and kind of... they're all idealistic in that in that family, and I think the that's The three of them are like. all kind of have some... That's some what we life. like about them, because they take chances. That they do. The only one who doesn't really take chances is the brother, Noah. I was going to say, is Zelda. I'm kidding. No, Noah doesn't really take... I mean, I guess he is right. in the undercover CIA, so in his own way, he, he is. He probably does a lot. So, yeah... So anyway, and and then from there we go to the apartment. Oh which yeah, I yeah. Think is so funny. I know. You have the comrades, comrades. So do you want to set it up? So we have we get into the apartment and it's 
we see these three uh, beatniks, as they uh, yeah. call them. Uh -huh. The three, uh, you know, communists. communists, basically. Two of them, I, I guess the three of them are in a polyamorous relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's two guys and a girl, and they're much, much younger than Abe. But Abe is discussing with them, you know, smoking his pipe. It's very, like, the whole, um, I don't know just trying to be different trying man. to yeah it's a 60s man <laughs> and so they're discussing opening up this uh this newspaper um that they want to make starting yeah uh, and meanwhile like an underground newspaper but you know there's like they're up all night basically keeping miriam up she doesn't even want to address it and actually take it seriously she's she, she's kind of like just keep it down like i'm not even gonna try to ask mm -hmm. she doesn't even ask like oh where is my mom she just like okay go to bed and she comes in the next morning, and there's more people mm -hmm. passed out in Papa's study. Mm -hmm. You know, like, there's just random it's such people. such a good part. Like, I really it's love this whole scene. And you know what's interesting? Just kind of side note. Yeah. I'm almost done with the book Conversations with Friends. Yes. And the, the girls, it's about, like, two main characters. The main one mm -hmm. who, who's, like, writing, who's a, it's written in, in first mm -hmm. person, and her best friend. And they are both communists, and they really talk about, like, women's rights and about, like, you know, wealth versus, you know, kind of not not owning more than you need and all that. Gosh, um, yeah. How do you a lot that? of the book is is written around, you know, kind of addressing some of those issues and feminism, although it's, like, very current. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's interesting that this is the 60s. Yeah. 60 years ago at this point, if you no, can believe 80. it. Oh, 60, 60, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, they're talking about the same things. And, you know, the the whole, like, you know, the comrades being there talking about proletarian values. Proletarian meaning, like, working class people. Meanwhile, right. they're like, oh, can we have some cookies? Can we? Zelda, can you make some eggs? Well, I think, the, uh, I mean, that's a joke. The right. irony is they're like, and right. Miriam kind of addresses it. And they go, mm -hmm. oh, well, we just want to understand what it's like to live. With your, uh, we want to understand the, the oppressor more. Meanwhile, yeah. you know, they're absolutely going for, you know, it just well, they're kind of shows... phonies. That's what the whole joke is. They're all kind of fakes. They, yeah, maybe, they like maybe the maybe idea not. of being, of being like, standing up for what they believe in. Right. Which Abe finally realizes that about them later on, spoiler. Right. right. But they really like this idea of being these, you know, new free thinkers. Right. But at the end of the day, they're, like, totally using the maid and, like, just soaking up Abe's, you know, very not real wealth, wealth anymore. Because he used right. to have a lot of riches but now he really does now they're just mooching right and um miriam goes finally asks she's like oh where's mama and he goes oh she went back home she went to oklahoma i really love that part is so funny when he says well you know i can live on a minimal existence yes. but then zelda comes and she says how would you oh, like your eggs right. and he goes oh can i get a, a, the toad in the hole which is like <laughs> and he goes and she goes Oh, how did you? How are your feet? How are your bunions? Oh, they're a little sore. Oh, I'll wash your feet later. Right, right. And he goes. You see, I'm not like your right. mother. Right. I, I can just sleep on the street. Right. Oh, okay. I'll scrounge so for funny. food. Again, like something. The very perfect common. ironies are like, showing. Right. It's so funny. The perfect, just you know, contradictories yeah. are yeah. happening, and it's yeah. so great. And it you really know, in real comedy. life, we do those things all the time, and no one. <laughs> Can, like no one is there to point out. Well, it's out also to just us. a lot more dramatized. It's just overdone. Sure. But yes. The of same course. kind of things. Well, this is yeah. also I would say as the Gilmore Guys podcast does. This mm -hmm. is a pal Paladinoism. She yeah. likes to do this a lot, where she points out these huge juxtapositions right. 
or these huge contradictory sentences but it versus is, action. It is but it's realistic, so like cool. you said. Because sometimes, you know, I find myself, like I'm talking to daddy about some things like that, and mm-hmm. we both realize that's kind of hypocritical. Like, we really... It's kind of like we yes, want this both. Hypocrisy you know? that is so real in human it is. nature that we just don't notice because it's mm-hmm. happening so quickly. But when it's done to this when dramatic effect, when someone can point it out directly, it's great and and exaggerate it. That's when you're like, oh my god, yeah, we are so you know a total different uh-huh. thing. Like an example of that, Daddy and I were talking about uh-huh. yesterday. You know how you were saying that you went to the farmers market and the lady was like, are these eggs from chickens that are um, uh, free or free range chicken, like free range, they can you know whatever, walk around. And mm-hmm. he's like, no. And she's like, ah. Oh. And she like refuses to buy the eggs. And I was just thinking how so often we're like, oh, we just want like you know grass fed and free range chickens, uh, but we want to eat them still. It's like, well, if you care about their lives so yeah, much, yeah, I know exactly. Why would you like like that's just. Well, no, the other thing that the woman said Hippoc- was, oh, do you, Hi, do these, do you raise chickens also for meat, not just for eggs? And yeah. he goes, yeah, of course I do. That's why I'm selling chicken as well. Right. She's like, oh, I can't. No, I can't do that. I need to have chickens that are only and raised. And he's like, okay, lady, well, I'm going to try to make money here. because I'm only like, raised for eggs, This not is for all meat. I can do. I Meanwhile, you know, you have education and you yeah, can do other things. Yeah, of course. It's, it's just, we're so full of, you know, um, yeah. polar, like, opposite kind of i don't know absolutely it's and also not being not following through on our ideals or it's a privileged values. mindset it's a very privileged yeah. mindset but we like to think that you like to think that you're less yeah than you, that you're less and than you, you do some things and you're like no but i believe in the proletarian values yeah. and everyone being equal and i'm all about that personally but then Obviously, you're you look not at definitely things, not a communist well i don't know i would you know maybe not a communist but Mm-hmm. I certainly you saw the, you definitely values. saw the repercussions of communism. Yeah, though. exactly. Growing up in it, exactly. In a communist, but uh, but uh, it was also overly, over uh, overdone. Yeah, but an, there were some extreme. good things for sure. Of course, yeah, were, yeah. But, but I mean, it just I got to see that it doesn't work for sure. Yes, at least exactly. the way it was done there. Um, As I said, it was to an extreme. It was, it was, and anything in the extreme, like the extreme in the states. Yeah, capitalism. that's what I'm saying. Capitalism can be extreme too. Everything it, it, in done extremities is just not right. Well, it's not going to be perfect you know, answer. someone says that they're at the extreme. Both capitalism and communism are basically the two sides of the exact same thing. You know, they because are. Because they're both concerned with essentially kind of idealistic things, but Who they're not money, looking at, yeah. the, at the consequences of no, no, they're it's real just, in real like life. you always say, balance is the most necessary thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. We're going to do some heavy stuff. We here. are okay. Let's all right. Continue. So speaking of heavy stuff, so we have. Then uh, Oklahoma. Now it totally we oh go from like gosh. New York City to the flatlands of Oklahoma. Okay, to be honest, it does look pretty beautiful in my personal opinion. But then when you pointed out there's no mountains in sight, it did kind of give me the like a free like like it gave me a little oh that's weird. you know what gave me the creeps those guys uh, kind of making fun of bros. You know, oh. all of her brothers being like, oh, our little sister. It was just gross. The whole thing was very gross. The way very they were treating much. women. The way, you know, letting like a, a six-year-old s- sitting in the board, but like she's not allowed. Let's set the scene. So basically, Rose comes in and she talks to all her brothers and her... Well, first she comes in and this is just hilarious. Everyone's like just fawning over her and this... Oh, you look sick. You're ill. You're definitely sick. Do Let's you have call fever? the doctor. We have to call the doctor. And she goes, oh yeah, call the doctor. Like, they basically cr- coming up with these, like, crazy stories. And oh, my God. They're, they started... How about... These the, are stairs. The stairs. Oh. There was a running joke. 
that they keep going. And this is so also a very great thing because there's always that joke about that one person that you never forget about them. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's this one anecdote about every person we know probably that we retell, that we can recount. You know, and so for this in this situation, it's Abe falling down the stairs in the middle of the night when he <laughs> came to visit. Was it in the middle of the night? Yeah, that's what they said. Oh, in the really? middle of the night, next to it, when he went to like use the restroom, and um, and so they keep going over this joke and keep referencing that Abe couldn't like you know fell down the stairs, oh my God. and um, and even in the beginning she goes. So do you remember how to walk up the stairs? It's one after another, and then it keeps going. How about John can carry, and John looks about eighty. I know. Oh my God. John, yeah, the the uh, Helda is her, not Zelda, but Helda is her. She's like, you maid. look so white, like a ghost. Yeah. It's like, John wow, can, thanks so much for the welcome. I know. John <laughs> can carry you up the stairs, and this old man's like, yes. Um, and then after you know she finally rests, she goes to ask her brother, who is literally doing nothing. He's walking around asking everyone. In is he? Right. Are they doing okay? The, the wealthy white guy on the fields, and everyone's like, yep. We're everyone's doing, doing all the work, and. He has no time to talk to her because, yeah. you know, he's so busy doing, quote, work. His work. And so they finally, she goes into the meeting. She sees all these men sitting around the table. And this one little eight-year-old is there. And she kind of calls it out. She's like, why is this kid here? But I'm right. not allowed to be on the board. Right. And she kind of opens her eyes to the fact that she's never been invited to the board. And why should they have to discuss if she gets more money? Well, you know, the other thing was how uh, at the beginning when she first showed up, how she makes herself look almost like small. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I can't really walk on the fields. And she's kind of walking like she's never walked on land before. You know, she just kind of... Her body posture is very much meek and yeah, submissive. Yeah. And uh, that also kind of makes me a little, like, makes you but safe even then just he seeing says, someone. He says, he does call her out. He's like, oh, like, do you need help walking? She's like, I did grow up here, remember? I do know how to walk on the So land. she starts to and stand And he goes, up oh, are there gopher holes in New York City? And she goes, no, but I remember. Like, well, she begins little by little. Well, because the mentality of, like, well, if you live in the city... You probably you, don't know anything. Yeah, it's almost like a disrespectful, like, oh, right. you live in a city. You're, again, you're right. rich. It's, again, right. this sort of mentality about the band, bad against the riches. Right. Same as Abe's little Meanwhile, friends. they're, like, the ones exploiting the land and, and Absolutely. taking the oil out and making themselves rich. Exactly. So, yeah. so she goes and she finally says, she's like, why can't I be on the board? And they just completely laugh it off. And she goes, you know what? I don't want your money, even if you were going to vote yes on it. I don't want any of it. That not was also, interestingly, impulsive. almost like... It, yeah, impulsive and also not, like, unrealistic. Yeah. And it's very much similar in the same vein as what Mage does. And yeah, but Abe. also what Abe is doing. Everyone right. is kind of doing this They're all doing mental. this. They're not thinking about the aftermath. They're just thinking, oh, I want to make a stand. Right. I want to make a stand, whatever the repercussions are going to be. Yeah. And, um... Well, it's, it's also a good kind of almost bouncing back... Mm-hmm. After almost selling your soul and doing things that you don't want to do, there comes a time when you kind of are a little impulsive oh, yeah. because you've gone too far. But this is an extremity. Though. Yeah, yeah. Because so, they have no house. Right. So she ends up going coming home, home with nothing. Not less than she started. Less than exactly. She went to ask for more and came back with less than she had. Um. Okay. Um, and, and um, then we get to finally see Joel's life a little bit. Mm-hmm. He um, basically, we, he just kind of recounts that he, to Moish, that he has a uh, illegal gambling uh, thing going on underneath his bar, mm-hmm. his yeah. club, his future club. Yeah. And um, so that starts to become a plot point. And he picks up the kids, sees that Midge is uh, 
she was there was a photograph of her with her dress blown up and that was mm-hmm. when they decided to print in the newspaper which he shows to Midge and right. then meanwhile he gets to Midge's place and at this point it's become a full on rave like this house has become just a long oh, un- never ending party Zelda's just waiting on everyone and even Abe can admit to um, Midge and Joel that it's went out of his control he's like mad that they're using his bathroom he, there's just like tons of people someone's playing a banjo it's become havoc of a and yet by a, the time Rose comes back everyone's everything's clean and everyone's gone yeah thank that you Zelda and Abe well, yeah, although he, no with the exception of the one guy who's like who's pa- asleep on the yeah Ezra couch. he's still asleep yeah and um well in other words when they don't have money the comrades don't need them anymore exactly you know exactly. very communist <laughs> yes it's very um and and then we have the court. Yeah, we have then the we, court. Oh, yeah, they have a divorce that they have to do. That's finalized. And, and that was so sad. It was. And they kind of treated it like Susie was kind of rushing it through. But they, you could tell Mitch didn't and Joel were both kind of like sad about it. Because it's true. They are not divorcing because they don't love each other. They're divorcing because their lives mm-hmm. are now too different. Mm-hmm. It's a really important distinction, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the kind of the judge called them out, and he's like, "I don't think you should be getting a divorce." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "We just need to." And so yeah. he, of course, he can't do anything, and he makes it final. Mm-hmm. And um, it did and, make me wonder, though, if a judge can say, "Nope, not grounding you a divorce." Of course, that's why it's called a judge. Right. He has the right to do that. Which is insane if you really think about it. He has the right to grant you like a, like a <laughs> some someone who person. you don't even know. You actually have to pay them to... Let you. Because I think you have to pay some fees, right? Yeah. And that's their job, to tell you if, if you are allowed... They allow you, someone no who they don't even know... To no longer be seeing you, to your seeing, husband. Yeah. So it's, it's just such an intimate, personal thing in it's, your life. It's like... Is anyone thinking about that? Like, it's just... I know. Isn't that the craziest thing? You're paying someone to allow you to not see the same guy anymore. What? Like, what? So weird. What? Like, that is not your business. Right. I know. It's wild. Well, it's because money's involved and all that. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a need for it. Of course. But even when there's no money involved. Yeah. You know? Even it's still like, it takes accounts. like a long time to be able to separate from someone. That's so just weird. unbelievable. Well, because you involved the law to yes, begin with. Yes, you do. That's the thing. But we know it's not going to last. I guess not, because mm. it's always Vegas. There's you know, at always... least they allow you to like... Get married in three seconds in Vegas. So, yes, there's that. It doesn't really matter. Um, so, anyway, so Rose comes back, basically lets everyone out. She lost the money. And they're all kind of, like, just, like... They oh. all seem to, like, not really have a grasp. They're, none of them have a grasp. And finally, but except for Mitch, finally, it's like, this is insane. You all are insane. And, they, and then she, her reaction. And Rose said, Rose's no, this is your fault. Rose's reaction to blame. That is kind of weird to me when sh- when Rose does that, and I, I guess it is maybe kind of. Um, Emily Gilmore's. I guess so. It's the side of of these uh, kind of older women that I just don't. For, like that's what that. I was gonna say. It's about kind of the old world, when you know moms were really like okay, like lashing out to their kids and. Um, you know, kind of blaming them for things, and I'm like, wow, I can see wh- how you create you know, damage the yeah. people as they get older because if oh, yeah. parents treat you like that. Uh-huh. Well, no, mine included a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely true. So um, 
she kind of basically says, you happen. I was fine being oblivious to the world and, and to my lack of power. And you made me realize that I could do more and be more and be more confident mm-hmm. as a woman. And look at where that ended up. Mm-hmm. I'm broke. Yeah, yeah. But Major almost looks has a hint of a smile on her face because she's at least respecting her mom for the first time for standing up for herself. I thought it was interesting because she said, you made me yeah. passionate and independent. And you just have to Which stop for compliments. a second. Then you have to say... Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Which is what Mitch Which say. she does say that. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, you but, might uh, hate it, but you know. Also, like, what's the cost yourself. of being passionate and independent? Exactly. For both Abe and for her. And for Midge. And that kind of explains for why a Midge, lot of people are afraid to be passionate and yes, independent. And for Midge, it was her marriage, and for the other two, it was their money. Right. So it's just it's a huge thing. That's so interesting. They're all kind of going through a parallel. These are, this is change. a comedy, and like any good comedy, it's a drama it too. really makes you ask some important questions, yes. like really big questions. Yeah. You know, questions that you might not ask yeah. if you just like watch even a drama sometimes when they spell it all out for you, but when mm-hmm. you watch something like this and it's basically full of metaphors, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of more, even more evident sometimes. Right. Anyways, and so then from Susie. Then on, what, oh, goes to the party and Susie goes Reggie. to a party to meet the real manager of Shy Baldwin, his mm. best friend since childhood, Reggie, who basically manages everything. He's the one who actually like gets down to business. I didn't realize he was him. his best friend since childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he was saying. I'll lay down that's my life for him. About I've the known same him. Age, yeah. I've known him since I was young. Shy just got the voice before mm. I did, and he wanted to be in the spotlight, and I didn't. Interesting. Um, and so. Yeah. Which I feel like, you know, I guess Susie's a little bit older than Mitch, but not by that much. She is. You think? I think so, yeah. Interesting. I'm sure we could look it up sometimes. See I think how she's supposed to be... The age difference? Probably late 30s, early 40s. Really? I okay. Would, I would think early and 40s. And 28. Yeah. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit more of an age gap, and I guess Susie actually is the one who swallows her pride and says, I don't want to be weird with you, and I won't work for Sophie. If that's what it was so vulnerable. It was. It's like a rare, vulnerable... Rare sighting of Susie being so compassionate right. and really thinking And about showing her humanity and just made you oh, love yeah. her. You know, she was so sweet. Because normally she's so rough and... I know. You know, kind of like... She doesn't seem to care, but... The way she talked to, um, to Midge and... Mm-hmm. You know... And it just was so cool because... So quickly, then Mitch turned around and she's like, I want you to have a bank account. I want you to. Well, you so know. the interesting thing is they both talk to other people who made them see the opposite person's is that side. Right? So Mitch talks to, I forgot to mention, she goes to her gym class and her gym, oh, yeah. gym class, gym dance, uh, and sees uh, her friend Imogene, mm-hmm. her original friend. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. And Imogene is basically saying, well, asking basic questions, even though she's not defending Susie, she's just going, well, is, does she make does a lot of money? money? And she goes, no. And she goes, did she... Make 50% she make, of what you're making? No. Does she have savings? No. So she goes, all right, whatever. She still is the worst. Like, you deserve everything. And it really opens right. up her eyes, Midge's eyes. And then when she, I think the turning point for Susie is when she talks to Reggie and sees how much he would do for this one That's guy. right. Like, like this is my point. only person in my life that I am look. I always know where he is. I would do is. anything for him. And that's the other thing. He goes, I always know where my guy is. Right. And you can't always know where your guy is if you're working for someone else. That's right. So she kind of gets this idea. And that was such a good kind of, like, schooling for... Yes, for both of them. For Susie, yeah, for because Susie. she hasn't really seen... I think she Real is love. that loyal to Midge, but I don't think she... 
really thought intentionally about so it. So there's your bookends. It opens up with a speech about loyalty and it ends with a speech oh. about loyalty. One from Midge, one from Reggie. That's so good, Chloe. And it ends with Susie saying, you'll always be my number one. Such a great, yeah. Wow. Because, put that yeah, on your plate. Put that on your plate. That is so. And they basically forgive. Cool. They have some forgiveness mm-hmm. on the porch of the on the steps of Shy's house. Mm-hmm. So it's a really cool ending, and and now we're kind of left on a positive note. It is because they made up, and now it does beg the question about what will happen to the parents, what will happen to, the, to parents? the adults who used to have it all clear and, and done like and organized. Secure. Off of a comedy career. Wow. What a crazy turning point. Yeah. I mean, imagine just, you know, your parents completely... I know. You know. Just throwing away what they used to have and what they used to the beg for you to have. Right. And now they're going to be basing their money and life basically on her. Right. Who literally is doing, making money from the thing that they told her she could never do. Right. And, and they will end up staying with people with her. who they couldn't even That's right. Stand. That's what they're going to be doing. Who can't, Spoiler alert, who, they're going to be moving in with can't even Jules. Stand. Yeah, the family. people who they always made fun of who had bought a house in Queens. Now it's going to be good. How about the parents of the guy who their daughter just got divorced oh with gosh. in this episode? Oh, they have zero blood relation anymore. There's and also nothing. people who they ca- couldn't stand and always like oh made fun of. Yeah, for being yeah, it's just it's a well, crazy that's karma cool for you. Cycle, that's how you and learn. I love to see it. That's cycle. how you learn. That's awesome. All well, right. look at that. It's well, it's 30 a minutes. good episode Perfect. from vacation, and the sun is up. I know the and rain it's has stopped. It's a wonderful Saturday afternoon. We hope you have a good one. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll basically mm. probably be doing our next podcast episode mm. in Tahoe. Probably better. I mean, not Tahoe. better. Better internet, I think. I think so too. <laughs> so in in Transylvania, music. Romania. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.